When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone and welcome to the Arsenal way and yes we are back at you with your team predictor for the game against Manchester United on Saturday and of course Arsenal on the back of a wonderful, wonderful 4-2 win against Chelsea and I'm joined by Umar to predict the team for Saturday. Umar, how are you feeling especially after Wednesday, Wednesday evening's victory over Chelsea? I'm not over it, Bailey. Mind you, we're recording on Thursday, the day after the game. So we're buzzing, we're excited, we're happy with what we saw. The performance was great, the goals were great, the atmosphere was great. But now the attention turns to Manchester United. They've got a new manager now in as well, Eric Ten Hag confirmed. But it's going to be a difficult game, but I'm confident, especially after what we've done at Stamford Bridge, we have to go there at the Emirates, in front of our crowd, and we have to not fear Manchester United. And I don't think we will. I think it's all about momentum now, and it's all about confidence. I think that win against Chelsea will have done us wonders, Mm -hmm. especially the way we played, the way we performed, the way we were scoring the goals as well. So, yeah, bring them on. Bring them on. Bring them on indeed. Worryingly, though, I do have to say worryingly, in the reverse fixture, Manchester United, of course, sacked Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and... uh, they had that almost manager bounce. Do you think the announcement of Ten Hag ahead of the game on Saturday will also be another another manager bounce possibly for you, the United squad? Um, not necessarily. I think um, he's going to come towards the end of the season after the season concludes. And I think right now, Manchester United, as I've said many a times, I think they're in a moment where they're thinking about the summer holidays. They're thinking probably about next season. Because right now, they're struggling. They're really performing bad. They have problems with star players like Paul Pogba. Um, a lot of injury worries. Fred, McTominay, um, Harry Maguire, again, never had the best performances against um, Liverpool in midweek. So I think Manchester United have a lot of problems. And I think with us, what mattered, were, what mattered was the result at Chelsea. I think a result like a draw would have been great, but to go there and get a win was fantastic. Mm. It was a testament to Mikel Arteta, trusting the likes of Mohamed Onani, Rob Holding, the formation change. He was causing Thomas show problems. Thomas show didn't know what to do. And I think Mikel Arteta got it spot on. Um, so I think we just, like I said, we are confident we're in a good moment now. The players will be buzzing. And like I said, it's game by game, game by game. And I think this be, this weekend is going to be key for the top four overall, I think. If we can go and beat Manchester United on Saturday lunchtime, the pressure's back on Tottenham, who go to Brentford, and that's not going to be an easy game um, away from home. Brentford have proven this season that they're a very good team. So we just have to put the pressure on Tottenham. And like like everyone knows, when the pressure gets to Tottenham, they can't handle it. So let's see. Exactly, Spursy, Spursy, Spurs. as, as the footballing world love to say. And I agree with you. I think if we beat 
Manchester United on Saturday. I think it's firmly in our hands because, of course, Tottenham have to go to Brentford and then they have to go. They still have to go to Anfield. Whereas our toughest game to come will be Tottenham at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, of course. So I think we'll be the favourites for top four. I think we'll be able to get if we beat Manchester United on Saturday. It is that important and it showed also how important the game against Chelsea on Wednesday evening was just to really propel us back into the to the top four hopes. So we shall see how that goes. But of course, of course, Uma, we can't play the match against Manchester United without a team. So let's yeah. see how we've lined up for the, for the for the match on Saturday and we'll start with your team and just give me an over overhaul on, on what you're thinking is for this side. I'm thinking that after what we saw against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge, it's, it's very tough to drop any players. I think mm. we start from the back. I know there was a lot of criticism for Aaron Ramsdale um, during the game. I think for the past few weeks, he has seemed a bit, he seemed a bit nervy. He's not seen the Aaron Ramsdale of old, but that could be down to his injury that he suffered. Um, it could be a bit of confidence issues because the team wasn't performing well. But um, there was a lot of talk that Burnt Leno should come in, but uh, I don't I don't agree with that. I think Aaron Ramsdale, you have to back him. It's a blip at the moment and he'll come good. So I think from, from my point of view, Aaron Ramsdale starts 100% uh, in the goal for me. The back four, well, it was difficult because Arteta was reverting at times to a back three, was at times mm-hmm. reverting back to a back four. But I think for Saturday, we have to go to a back four. We're at home. We have to be on the front foot. It's against a Manchester United team that are weakened. It's against a Manchester United team that will be feeling sorry for themselves. So we can't go negative. We can't be doing what he done at home against Brighton a few weeks ago. Granit Xhaka left back and um, Odegaard Smith-Rowe in the middle um, because it was unnecessary and it cost us points. So for me, I'm just going to make one change in the heart of the defence. I thought Rob Holding, second half, he performed really, really well. Mm-hmm. Credit to him. He's not played for a very long time, but I think he came in, he'd done well. I think first half, he was a bit shaky. I think mm-hmm. Ben White was a bit shaky as well on the right back side. I think Gabriel was fantastic. I thought he was the best player in the heart of the defence. Nuno Tavares, I thought, had a very good game as well. At times, he was chaotic, but that's Nuno Tavares. That's that's the kind of player he is. But I thought he played well. I thought he got up and down that left-hand side very well. And he was causing um, Chelsea's defence a lot of problems because he's an energetic player. And Nuno Tavares, he's got so much energy and he likes to get up and down that flank. And I thought he was very, very good. But for me, against Manchester United, we have to revert to a back four. And Ben White has to come back in the heart of defence next to Gabriel. I thought at times he struggled against Chelsea at right back. Um, But that's not a fault to his own. It can happen. You're playing against the European champions in a position that you're not really used to. But I think I'll bring in Cedric for this game, if I'm honest. Um, Tomiyasu... I'd love him to be back, but let's be honest, he wasn't on the bench against Chelsea, so it's unlikely that he will be featuring um, against Manchester United. And I'd rather see a bit of solidity in the heart of defence with Ben White and Gabriel rather than shun Gabriel uh, Ben White to the right-hand side and put Rob mm-hmm. Holding in the middle. I think we've got Cedric, who's an out-and-out right-back, so playing, we're going to be on the front foot. So for me... Cedric starts, Ben White and Gabriel start in the heart of defence and Nuno Tavares keeps his place at left-back for me. Yeah, it's interesting you say that uh, with Cedric Tavares. My only query with that is, of course, against Southampton, 
both yeah. of these fullbacks started then neither of them finished the match do you think that would be part of Arteta's thinking to play them from the both both in the back four and both from the both from the starting lineup it depends it depends I think it was different I think against Southampton they wanted to bounce back they were in a spell that they weren't mm. performing well and they were always gonna put in a good performance in front of their home crowd I think they didn't play that bad against Southampton, but it was just opportunities. I thought Cedric's cameo against Chelsea was very good, to be honest. Yeah. I thought he played, when he came on, he was causing Chelsea a lot of problems. Yeah, he could have laid the ball on the plate to Martinelli to seal the game earlier, but it can happen. But I think I'd rather see Cedric play at right back rather than shun the centre-back, who I think can progress with the ball like Ben White in a home game against Manchester United because Manchester United's forward players, they're not going to be pressing. You see the way they press and Ralph Rangnick has been infuriated at times by what he's seen this season. Like Bruno Fernandes presses and then the rest of them don't. Like one player presses and then the rest of them don't. If you're going to press, you press as a team as Mikatea players have shown in the past because it doesn't make sense if one player is going to press because you pass that press with ease. So I think bring Ben White back into the heart of defence and let Cedric keep that momentum that he had in the final 20 minutes. But yeah, let's 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 go from there. Yeah, let's go from there indeed. And the, I think we I believe my team, your team in the midfield is exactly the same. And the and the rest of the team is exactly the same as well. So just take me through how comes you've decided not to change the attacking lineup, should I say, from the match against Chelsea. Yeah, like we on screen right now, we touch on your team as well. Like, there's only one change to yeah. it, and that's Ben White into right back mm-hmm. and holding. You basically kept a similar team, but you reverted the formation. So, mm-hmm. I just want to ask your opinion on that. What What was the reason? Obviously, I know what the reason is. You don't ruin a team which has won so yeah. comprehensively at Stanford yeah. Bridge. But I just want your thinking um, with Ben White at right back and keeping holding at the heart of defence. Yeah, it's for exactly what you said. I think this is a winning formula at the moment. I don't want to change it too much. And also, with Cedric and Tavares, I didn't like them against Southampton in a full-back duo almost. And Arteta also didn't like them. So I was a bit worried to have them again against Manchester United. As you said, we'll be on the front foot. And against Southampton, we was also meant to be on the front foot. And I think we kind of struggled. So I think I'd keep Ben White, ben White right back and holding. Instead of, I was really impressed with holding against Chelsea. I think he's done really well. And I think it would be almost unfair to drop him and I think him and Gabriel did, did create a, a decent duo there so I'd like to see that again against Manchester United until Tommy Asu's fit and then of course I think for the West Ham game we revert back to normal with Gabriel White uh, Tommy Asu and Tavares but for now I think I'm going to go with Ben White the only reason I don't want to go with Cedric is because I worry about Cedric defensively still I think Jaden Sancho would take the best of Cedric I, I trust Ben White against Sancho rather than Cedric against Sancho almost kind of thing so if Sancho just start then I would prefer Ben White there and that is that's also a big reason, but the main the main factor is being I want to keep the same same defense that when I get Chelsea really. That's it's interesting because yeah, like I agree with what your thoughts are. To be honest, we've beaten the European champions so mm-hmm. comfortably four two. We scored four goals at Stamford Bridge, mm-hmm. so why would you change it up? But that's fair. But I think what we've done, mine and your teams, are similar when it goes yeah. moving forward. And we can touch on, like, Mohamed Elneny's performance against Chelsea. And I thought 
his partnership with Shaka gave a bit more solidity. Yeah. I think Lakonga in the past few games, he's he's a youngster. He's playing his first season in the top flying English division, and he's gonna have bad games. He's gonna have blips. But Mohamed Al Nani, he's played in the Premier League. He's played in the highest level in European competitions. He's played for his national team for Egypt at the highest level. And I thought he was fantastic against Chelsea. I thought his energy, I thought his partnership with Granit Xhaka was amazing. And mm-hmm. Mohamed Donani has those games. When, when you need a performance, when you need to win a game against a big team, when you need a man-of-the-match performance, Mohamed Donani, more often of the time, he can bring that out. And I just want to touch on his performance because uh, I, I thought he was fantastic against Chelsea. Yeah, I agree with you. I think he was absolutely phenomenal. Like, in those big games, Onelli is very useful. He's the type of player you want in your team to shut up, shot, play safe, nothing risky, nothing stupid, and you know what you're going to get, especially when we're off form. Of course, we didn't win in the previous three games. Sometimes you just need the safe, you need the experience, and you need safety. And Mohamed Onelli epitomizes that with his with his style of play. He won't give you um, he won't give you a 10 out of 10 performance, but he also won't give you a 2 out of 10 performance. And I think a 5 out of 10, 6 out of 10, 7 out of 10, in a big game, sometimes that's what you need alongside Granit Xhaka. So I think he he had a big performance. And I think it would be also unfair to to have him again, to take him out of the game against Manchester United because it is another big game, another top six team. And uh, as you said, Xhaka and Elneny fills me with much more confidence and safety than Xhaka and Sambi Lokonga. I think we should bring back Sambi Lokonga into the side, maybe in the home game again against another smaller side. But in a game against Manchester United, we need to play safe. Let's keep Mohamed Elneny in there. Let's keep Granit Xhaka in there. Let's have the experience. Let, let's not forget, Elneny was a, was a starting player at one point for Arsenal during 2016-17. Yeah. Him and, of course, Francis Cochrane. So Elneny does have the experience. You said Egypt as well in the World Cup. Started for Egypt, got into the World Cup. AFCON. So he is an important player. And I think he should stay. And, of course, we can trust Martin Erdegaard, Saka, Smithrow, Cartman, anymore to provide that attacking now. Those, those front three, I think we're very, very lucky. They're not even in the peak, not even near the peak. And that's how scary they are for Bakaya Saka against Chelsea. He was fantastic. I thought he was ripping Marcos Alonso to shreds at times. And Marcos Alonso must have been thinking, like, get me off this pitch, Gaffa, because I can't I can't keep up with him. Because Saka, I thought his interchanging with Martin Odegaard and Smith Rowe was beautiful to see that Smith Rowe finish. Like class personified yeah it just it was fantastic like from all the way into the box there's a bit of calamity with rob holding but shaka takes ownership he goes past lukaku he puts the ball through marcus alonso's legs and we're in and from there the count is so swift martin odegaard to bakaya saka back to odegaard who lays it on a plate to emil smith Rowe. and more times than not you see that finish it goes over the bar it balloons over, or sometimes you can see a player just smash it towards a throw-in. But he bent that in so beautifully. Edouard Mendy had no chance at all. So I think Smith Rowe, he offers goals. Saka offers goals. And Odegaard against Manchester United, especially with the lack of options they have in midfield. Pogba won't feature more than likely. He's got that injury that he suffered against Chelsea. Fred is unlikely to play. Nemanja Matic is around in his late 30s. So Manchester United have a lot of problems in their midfield. So we can take advantage of that. And the front three of Smith-Rowe, Odegaard and Saka, they'll be causing a lot of problems, won't they, Bailey? 
Absolutely, absolutely. They will be. You, you described it perfectly, explained it perfectly there. Saka and Smith are Arsenal star boys, and the, the game against Chelsea just epitomised the quality they actually have. Saka, his mentality just to take the ball, take the ball after his yeah. last penalty, of course, was the miss in the Euro in the Euro final. So for him to take the ball and take the penalty and put it away so confidently was a testament to his excellent. I mentality. just yeah, I just want to touch on that penalty, like yeah. the confidence that he has to get Crazy. the ball. Like at one point, I think Martinelli was supposed to be taking that penalty. Mm-hmm. And even Mark Mikateta reiterated that in his post-match press conference, they asked him, you were bringing Lacazette on for the penalty. He said, no, no, no. Uh, I thought Gabby was going to take it. And then when mm-hmm. I saw Saka pick up the ball, I was like, wow. But that shows the confidence of the kid. That shows how much he wants to succeed, that he doesn't have the nightmares of Euro 2020 still mm-hmm. in the back of his mind. He's moved on. He's, he's He takes ownership. And that's what you love to see. And you need to remember... These players are 19, 20, 21, 22 years old. And they're taking Arsenal. They're, they're owning Arsenal at the moment. They're taking Arsenal by the scruff of their neck. When when Obviously, they're going to have hard times. It's not going to be easy because they're young. But what I like about this crop of players is their mentality. When the going gets tough, they bounce back. Three games, they were on a rock. The top four race was over. Mm-hmm. The fan base was in uproar. And there was a lot of criticism about what did they do? They went to Stamford Bridge, they went to Chelsea, they went to the home of the Champions League winners and they put in four goals. Like it's just, like they do in training every single day. So for me, yeah, Smith Rowe, Odegaard, Saka, I think Martinelli, he can be a good option off the bench yeah. against Manchester United. Um, and I think right now, with how lacking we are in terms of squad depth, I think a player like Martinelli coming off the bench against Manchester United is fantastic. So for me, yeah, I agree with you. Smithrow, Odegaard and Saka have to start. But the main person we have to discuss on this stream, Bailey, Eddie and Ketia. Yeah. Like, wow. He, 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 came, he came, he finally came to the carpet and he showed what he's all about because he caused Christiansen, Malingsar, Thiago Silva, even when he came on so mm-hmm. many problems, he yeah. was hiring the defense and they couldn't handle him. So, yeah, Eddie and Kea, I just, I just want to touch on him because I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, of course, Eddie and Ketcher. I think he goes about saying that he deserves to keep his place in the lineup. I think he was excellent against Chelsea. It was a long time coming. We was expecting this performance because, of course, it wasn't in great time when he brought out the interview midweek and he needed a big performance and stepped up to the plate. So, fair play to him and... He deserves another chance against Manchester United on Saturday and hopefully he can maintain the consistency because we haven't seen it a lot from him in the Arsenal show. We've seen it from him in the Cup, but now it's time to see it in the league. He's done it against Chelsea. You know, let's continue your form going. Let's show that it wasn't just a one-off game. Let's show show us that that you are capable of doing this in the Premier League and do it against Manchester United when we need it most. So, yeah, Eddie Nketiah, big, big performance from him and hopefully he can continue on his form because if he scores goals... It will only propel Arsenal to the Champions League place. That's what I think we're lacking right now. If we had a striker who can score just a few more goals until the end of the season, I would, it would fill me with a lot of confidence getting the Champions League place. But we shall see. But before we do end the show, Umar, of course, it goes without saying, I have to get your score prediction. The team you've put out, what do you think the score will be? I'm confident. I'm really, really confident. I think Manchester United at the moment, they're depleted. I think... The players are not happy. I think, mm-hmm. like I said, they want the season to end. And I think that game against Chelsea, it would have done wonders for this crop of players. The confidence, the momentum, 
And they'll be thinking they want Champions League football. Mikateta said in his press conference, these players know they are so close to getting us back into Europe's league and they don't want it to end early and they don't want this race to finish early. So I think after that win against Chelsea, the momentum is on our side. And I think I think it's going to be one of those games, hopefully, like when we go to the carpet, we blitz teams that we've seen. We've done it against Manchester United a couple of years ago. We've done it against Chelsea a couple of years ago. And I think it could be similar if we start fast. So I'm going to go for a 3-0 win to the Arsenal. 3-0, that is confident. I'm going to go with a... 1-0 win. I'm going to go over 1-0. I think it will be an early goal. I think it will be an early game, early game finish off. I don't think Manchester United will score, but I think we'll get a scruffy goal and it'll be 1-0. I hope you're all right, though. I hope, it is. I hope it is 3-0. That's what I'm hoping for. I hope we do blitz Manchester United, but we shall see how that goes. If we do win, it'll be a major win in Arsenal Champions League. Hope that we shall see. Umar, as always, thank you for jumping on the show, mate. Thank you, Bailey. appreciate it. Of course, and if you want to see more from Umar, make sure you give him a follow at underscore Umar C10 on Twitter and me as well, Bailey Kill underscore. But we are going to end the show there, so make sure you leave us leave a like, subscribe, and most importantly, make sure you keep following us down the Arsenal way. Oh!